Welcome to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, the latest swine nutrition research digested for you. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Novus International Inc., a leader in swine nutrition solutions driven by science. Hubbard Feeds, research-driven and focused on helping you achieve your goals. Fibro Animal Health Corporation, healthy animals, healthy food, healthy world. Lifestart Swine, facilitated by Trow Nutrition, distilled science and real-world advice for better on-farm decisions. Eastman Animal Nutrition. Visit EASTMAN.com. Find out how to optimize swine health and nutrition at Kemen.com forward slash swine. To feed the world's growing population, the animal production industry needs to grow in a sustainable manner. Eastman produces one of the broadest organic acid portfolios in the global market and offers customer-driven swine solutions. Learn more by visiting Animal Nutrition at EASTMAN.com. My name is Clayton Chastain, your host for today's episode. Today we have with us Bo Williams, a PhD student at Kansas State University studying under Dr. Mike Tokash. So Bo, would you mind telling us about the study? Yes. Yeah, so for this study, we wanted to look at uh, branch chain amino acid ratios, um, kind of following up the work that our group has done here at K-State. Uh, Enrique Simen did a study uh, meta-analysis where he modeled out looking at uh, feeding high levels of um, leucine to lysine ratios and that impact on growth performance and found that as you increase that ratio, uh, higher you reduce uh, performance, uh, ga- average daily gain and in feed intake. And then another study that our group has done, uh, Hayden Kirkhart looked at uh, feeding high levels of leucine uh, to lysine ratios um, as a negative control and then feeding um, different uh, ratios of isoleucine to lysine, uh, valine to lysine and tryptophan to lysine to see as we increase that leucine to lysine level um, by increasing other branch chain amino acids, uh, will we offset that negative performance that we see with high levels of leucine to lysine? So kind of piggybacking off the research that they had did, they have done, uh, what we wanted to do with this study was uh, feed a control diet that was high soybean meal, low synthetic uh, amino acids, and then come in with three other treatments one being a low ratio where we had high leucine to lysine levels um, and then increase the isoleucine to lysine, valine to lysine, and tryptophan to lysine ratios. Um, and then did that with a low ratio diet, a medium ratio diet, and then high ratio diet. And using some of the model that uh, Henike had made, we plugged that into our formulator and it had predicted that the low ratio diet should have performed uh, a little worse than the control diet. The medium ratio diet should have can perform the same for average daily gain. And then the high ratio diet, so as you reduce the soybean meal and increase those synthetic amino acids even higher, um, you'll see even better performance than you would if uh, you fed a high soybean meal and low synthetic amino acid diet. So what we found in this study was that the pigs fed the medium ratio uh, diet um, had similar performance to the control diet um, as well as the high ratio diet with the low ratio diet being slightly lower in 
average daily gain and uh, gain to feed than the control diet. And really what we took out of this was that as you uh, reduce the levels of soybean meal in the diet, which ultimately would reduce your um, feed costs um, by inserting in uh, DDGs in the diet, um, as we increase those synthetics in the diet, we can get a similar, uh, if not better performance than we would if we were feeding a low soybean meal and or high soybean meal and low amino acid uh, diet to the pigs. Gotcha. So would you briefly explain what exactly causes this negative effect from the high leucine to lysine ratio? Yes. So uh, the three to four main branch chain amino acids are uh, leucine, isoleucine, and valine, uh, with tryptophan being a large neutral amino acid. And those four or three branch chain amino acids, they share the same transporter. So as you uh, include an ingredient like DDGs, which is high in leucine, uh, it increases that ratio of leucine to lysine, um, which causes uh, the breakdown of uh, leucine to go through that transporter um, more. So we're processing the leucine more in the uh, animal, um, which reduces the amount of valine and isoleucine and tryptophan that's being uh, synthesized by the animal. So as we increase that leucine in the diet, we're reducing the amount of valine and isoleucine that's being metabolized, um, which ultimately reduces feed intake. Um, which will ultimately reduce average daily gain with um, tryptophan being a um, involved with serotonin in the body. So it's a feed, uh, feed intake regulator uh, for the pig. Uh, so as we increase um, cheaper products in the diet like DDGs, we increase that leucine to lysine level, which could ultimately um, reduce the growth performance of the animal. So also with these um, three amino acids that you studied, are all three of them needed in order to offset that imbalance or is more work need to be done before we determine which ones have a larger impact? Yeah, there, there's been some other research um, out of Illinois that showed that as you increase tryptophan uh, up to higher levels, you can offset uh, some of that negative effect that uh, leucine has as you increase leucine Really, what we got out of our study is that we know that as you increase the three uh, isoleucine, valine, and tryptophan to lysine levels up to a certain point, we see and uh, we offset that negative uh, leucine to lysine ratio. Um, but what we really don't know is is it isoleucine as we increase that? Is that the main contributor? Is it tryptophan or is it valine? That's one thing that. Um, I believe our group's going to try to dig into more, um, trying to figure out um, is there certain amino acids that we should be increasing um, that play a bigger effect than increasing all three uh, ratios at the same time. Awesome. And also, did you look, I thought you looked at um, carcass quality from this as well. Did you see any difference from that? Um, no, we didn't see uh, much differences on carcass quality. Um, the pigs were all the same. Uh, relatively the same weight at the end of the study. So we didn't see any differences on yield or hot carcass weight. Um, looked at the carcass characteristics at the end of the study. When it comes to raising healthy animals, you need more than the right solutions. You need the right partner who brings decades of industry expertise and a global team to put that knowledge to work for the advancement of your operation. At Fibro Animal Health Corporation, 
We are proud to work with you as your trusted partner. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show. And to everyone else listening, thank you for listening to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt podcast. Be sure to visit swinenutritionblackbelt.com and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel so you won't miss out on the latest episode. See you next week. Hey, everyone. We're always searching for the latest and greatest research to share each week. If you have a swine nutrition-related research trial and would like to come on the show to talk about it and share with us, feel free to send an email to nutritionblackbell at swineit.com and we would love to take a look at your research.